Welcome to the new normal, where we explore the best ways to survive and thrive in the post-COVID world. I'm your host, The Chameleon. Welcome to the show. All right, I'm just going to jump right into it. For those who may not know, maybe you are aware, maybe you're not, but things are not going to go back to the way they were pre-COVID. Now, um, you can look at it as a positive thing, you look at it as a negative thing. And you may not agree, but hopefully by the end of this uh, podcast, I'll shine some light in the situation and give some clarity and you can rethink it. But um, for many, many reasons, a few of them I'll touch on here, things will not return to the way they were pre-COVID. So for those of you who are thinking that once the ban gets lifted, you kind of go back to the way things you were, were in December of 2019, uh, you're going to be in for a big surprise. So <laughs> let's, let's run, let's run ahead and into it. Um, so what are some of the reasons why it's not going to be the same? Uh, first of all, you have 40 million people currently unemployed. You have people working from home for the most part, whereas before they were going into offices or, or different locations. Um, and you have businesses shutting down due to lack of foot traffic. Right. So all of these things by themselves have <clears throat> and there are many reasons, other reasons as well. But all these things individually have kind of things that kind of shoot off from them as to the impact they have on the economy and then the impact they have on people's day to day lives. So let's kind of look at the 40 million unemployed just as an example. All right. Let's just say you are a bartender and because of covid in the lockdown, in the quarantine, you happen to get uh, furloughed or laid off. Let's say you got laid off from your job as a bartender. Now, when you were employed, you just happened to belong to a boxing gym, right? Now that uh, you've been laid off, you're cutting down on your expenses. One of the expenses you thought was kind of expendable was the boxing gym. As much as you old boxing, it's like, ah, that extra 85 bucks a month, I could use that for food or a particular bill, whatever. So the boxing gym's off your off your expense list now. What happens to <clears throat> the owner of the boxing gym is that it's not just you that's kind of cut your your membership, but maybe let's say 25, 40, 35, 40% of the people that were members, they also because of layoffs or unemployment to some extent, they've also decided to trim their membership. Because that's one of the first things to go is your gym membership, right? And so now he has few less revenue coming in. So he decides that he needs to trim back. And he's a big lawn guy, right? He used to have a lawn care service come in and do the lining of the of the edge of the lawn so it's nice and sharp and mow it and put the weed killer in there and all that stuff. So since his income's coming down, he's like, okay, maybe I don't need the lawn care service anymore. So now the lawn care service guy, he has to trim back. You know, so it just becomes a domino effect where even though it was the bartender that got laid off initially, it also affected the gym owner. It also affected uh, a landscape company. And then there's a domino effect that happens throughout. So, yeah, you can say 40 million people are unemployed, but really the effect of that is way more widespread. It's like a multiplier. So. It takes a while for economies to bounce back from things like that. It's not just, even if you had a cure for COVID tomorrow, and we say, okay, everybody go back to work. You'd still have people that, people aren't gonna 
spend as much as they did in the past because now they're kind of gun shy it's like oh what if something else comes up and i got kind of caught off guard i'm going to start saving some more and then also the businesses that open back up because they're pretty much in the hole right now if they're still around they might not have the ability to hire back a hundred percent of the staff or have them hired back at a hundred percent of the pay that they were making right so again that's going to delay the recovery even though you have the cure for it or some type of resolution for the COVID situation right now you can agree with that you can disagree um or you can kind of look at it as an opportunity right i'm tending to look at it as an opportunity and that's the purpose behind this this podcast is to kind of look at ways okay things are going to be changing a lot over the next little while and as they do how can we look at the opportunities in all of the chaos that's going on and use those things to our advantage so from an from an employment standpoint if going back to the way things were isn't necessarily an option for everybody what are the options like what what are some of the things you can do and i think in this new <clears throat> this new normal one of the skills that will really come in handy is the ability to be nimble the ability to kind of not just think outside the box but just kind of not define yourself in a particular way and say oh i don't really do that or that's not really you know how that should work or what blah 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 you know all of that kind of has to go by the wayside if you're going to uh survive and thrive in this new normal right so think about it when henry ford just kicked the model t's off of the assembly line back in the early 1900s there were tons of wagon wheel makers and buggy whip makers and stuff and (laughs) i'm sure they were really good at what they did but if they kind of stuck to their guns and said ah this car thing it's a fad you know people aren't going to get on a thing with an engine it's going to blow up we're just going to keep making the best dang wagon wheels out there uh yeah it's only a matter of time before those guys weren't around anymore and so I'm likening this, what we're going through now, to sort of the same thing where a lot of things are going to change in a big way. And if we're not open to those changes, it'll be to our detriment. So, um, all right, so let's circle back. So what are some some of the opportunities that exist as far as employment is concerned? So let's say you're a bartender who worked at a bar that isn't going to open back up again or... You're that trainer who worked at that gym, who that the gym that's not going to open back up again, or what have you. Um, <clears throat> what are some of the things that you can do that are a little bit different that would be more of a thriving opportunity in this new normal? Um, I picked a few of them. These, this is by no means an exhaustive list, but just something to kind of you know jog your mem- jog your thought process as to what particular what what opportunities might be out there and kind of different ways of thinking of okay how do i bring money in so i can pay my bills every month uh so three things first one which i know that uh tony robbins has been big on is the knowledge industry so what is the knowledge industry really simply is um everybody has a skill everybody has a certain 
knowledge set that they can leverage and simply put together in the form of a class and sell online. So, <laughs> you know, if you know how to cook, if you know how to play an instrument, if you know computer programming, if you know flower arranging, if you know how to raise kids, whatever, there are so many things that you can put out there, kind of packaged together in a course format and put online and use that as, a, as an additional form of income in the knowledge industry. I forget how many millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, a day that brings in, but the growth in that area is going to be explosive just because so many people are going through career changes. So many people are going through life changes. So many people are looking for information and <clears throat> you can get a lot of good information a lot more affordably now through online courses than a few years ago when you had to go to um, a college or university and do it either a night course or uh, a graduate course or undergraduate course. You know what I mean? It's the same information, but it's just available because it's online and you're not paying for a nice fancy university or college campus, then that makes it a lot more affordable. So <clears throat> think about what you have. Think about the things that you're passionate about, you have knowledge in, that you have expertise in. And again, it doesn't have to be nuclear physics or something high level, right? It could be something, say you like to, you, you guard, you're, you're great at gardening potatoes or something. You'd be surprised that there'll be a market out there of people who want to know, okay, how do I make the best potatoes grow in my garden? Or how do I arrange flowers? Or how do I do simple, something really simple, right? How do I make meals that I can make really fast in under 15 minutes so that I'm not spending a whole bunch of time in the kitchen? Um, so think about the things that you know. Uh, I also like to give out practical info. So if that's something that you're interested in, interested in, there are a few sites. Um, I'm not affiliated with the sites in any way, shape, or form. Um, just kind of check them out, see what they offer, see how easy they are to set up. And if that's something you're really interested in, go for it. The first one <coughs> is Udemy. <coughs> it's U-D-E-M-Y. Uh, second one is Kajabi. That's K-A-J-A-B-I. And the third one is Teachable. Um, so they're all .com sites. I haven't um, fully <clears throat> researched all of them, but I know that they all provide a platform that allows you to go in, set up a course, be able to promote that course, and then gain income from everybody who signs up for that course. So the beautiful thing about it is you put in the time, you put in the effort, you design a nice, comprehensive, interesting course for whatever your topic is. And then once it's done, it's done. Right? You don't have to, I mean, you might want to go in and put updates here and there, but for the most part, your efforts are just in promoting that class and making sure people who are interested in that, that subject matter know how to get to your class. And then that's like passive income. So because it's online, you could be sleeping and somebody in France or on the other side of the world is logging in and finds your class and signs up for it and you're getting paid while you sleep, right? So that's what's one option is the knowledge industry. Booming industry, easy to get into and you can leverage something that you're passionate about or have expertise in. Second one is trading. This one's near and dear to my heart because I, I actually trade currencies, but... Um, the first thing I want to put out there is 
don't get caught up in that whole lifestyle of because you see it all the time on YouTube and everywhere else where you'll be these these day traders and they're driving Lamborghinis and they're on yachts with you know chicks in bikinis and all that kind of stuff. If you go in there with that type of mentality, you're gonna be part of the 95% of traders that fail. It's not something that's it's not gambling. It's not something you've taken lightly. But it is something that if you have an interest in the markets or if you have an interest in numbers or analytics and things of that nature, economics, um, or just about companies and you're interested in how companies make their money and things of that nature, then I'd highly recommend, first of all, being aware that 95% of traders lose their entire account in three months, right? And it's because they don't educate themselves. They're treating it like Vegas, like, oh, this stock is hot. What is it? Hertz? They just filed for bankruptcy? Okay, I'm on Robinhood. I'm going to get it. I'm in. I'm in. Right? That's not trading. That's gambling. You know, trading, most traders, successful traders, it takes them a good two or three years to get good enough to be able to be consistently profitable. Right? So you want to take the first six months to a year just to learn. And the good thing about this is there are a lot of courses out there that you can access for free on YouTube and various other social media platforms, various other websites. If you do a Google search, you'll pull it up really quickly where you can just learn, learn from people, not from the flashy guys sitting on the yachts, right? Tossing dollars <laughs> out of their hands. Not from those guys, but from um, you know, qualified teachers that will learn you, that will, <laughs> that will teach you, learn you, that will teach you the, the, the ins and outs of how to trade like it's a business. Because if you're trying to make an income from this, then it, you got to treat it like a business. And uh, the funny thing is, if you kind of go into that with that type of mentality and not the Lamborghini, Ferrari, you know, helicopter yacht mentality where, hey, I can make, you know, thousands of dollars in 10 minutes, which... That is the case, but you have to get there. And there's a, there's a path to getting there. So as long as you're not trying to get there overnight, you're willing to put in the time to really learn and take trading seriously. It's a great way because all you need is a laptop and an internet connection, and you have the opportunity to uh, have your business up and running anywhere in the world. So trading is another opportunity, whether it's trading stocks, uh, trading currencies. Um, and for those of you who don't know, uh, and I'll have to do another section on this one specifically because trading is such a huge industry where there are so many things that you can get into in so many different ways that um, it, it warrants its own podcast. So look for that coming up in the future. But um, lots of opportunity there as long as you're not going into it with that Lamborghini overnight mentality. All right. And three, our third career opportunity. And again, this is not an exhaustive, an exhaustive list. But I'm just trying to get like a wide swath of things that people to, for people to consider. Third one is being a life coach. Now, because of everything that's going on, a lot of people are having to go through major changes in their life because the industry 
that they're in is drying up or no longer exists, the business that they were in no longer exists, and they kind of feel like, okay, I really didn't write, like that job that much anyways, and I'm ready to make a change. Or, you know, with all this stuff that's going on, I really need answers. Things aren't making sense. And so automatically, because of the nature of the, the environment that we're living in, there's going to be a huge audience, I believe, uh, for life coaches. And so if you find yourself as somebody who's very outgoing, gets along with people well, you're empathic, um, you have good coaching and organizational skills, you know, you like helping people, you might want to consider life coach as another alternative. Uh, Again, um, you want to look at something that's going to have longevity in the future. And... Life coach, I believe, is one of those that going forward is going to become more and more popular as people, you know, continue to kind of try to figure out how the like the next steps of their lives and how they're going to do that. Um, You know, the certifications, uh, I think as a life coach, you can be certified relatively quickly and I don't think it's super expensive. And so if you're at a point where. You know, either you're not going back to your job or you're thinking of switching careers and know those characteristics in terms of being empathic and and a helpful person and a people person. You might want to consider a life coach as another option or opportunity to consider going forward. Um, All right. And as I said, this is in no way an exhaustive list. Right. There are a lot of things, a lot of other things that are out there. As I go on, I will add those to the list and bring them to your attention. And also uh, other things like the trading, I'll do a deeper dive on those because uh, trading by itself, like I said, that we can do multiple, multiple uh, podcasts on that one. But again, you want to think outside the box in terms of it doesn't have to be something that's in your industry right now, especially if your industry is something that is dried up or because of all the closures and whatnot. There's going to be a ton of competition and getting a job when things kind of flip over um, might be super, super difficult. So hopefully that was helpful for you. Um, I had a great time putting it together. No. And don't miss the next episode where we'll continue to explore and create the new normal. I got a chopper waiting for me on the roof and I am out of here.